Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. Welcome to episode 12 of the Posters in Every Direction podcast. This episode is entitled DMB Song Series Dodo. Uh, So if you've been uh, with us on this journey, first of all, thank you for listening. You may have heard one of our prior episodes where we uh, did a deep dive and review of a piece by Daniel Danger uh, for the Dave Matthews Band song series. That was the sixth in that series, The Stone. Um, Today, we're going to continue our review of the Dave Matthews Band song series posters Mm -hmm. uh, with the fourth entry in that song series. There are six total that have been released. This was number four, um, and this one is entitled Dodo. It is after a song on Dave Matthews' solo release from 2003. Uh, The album was called Some Devil, and this is tying to the song Dodo. And so we'll talk a little bit about those lyrics, but um, this piece is by one of our favorite artists mm-hmm. um, who goes by BioWorks, B-I-O-W-R-K-Z. K-Z. Um, and the man, the myth, the legend behind BioWorks is Ben Kwok. Yes. And that ties into recent events. How, Erica? So if you guys are fans of the, the band and are poster collectors... Yesterday was night one in West Palm Beach, Florida, and when I say, you know, you guys know that I do the social media, I track things online, and when I say when last night's poster drop online, so the band oftentimes, and I think for pretty much every show so far recently, mm-hmm. they're, they're, the visual image, the virtual image comes up first saying, okay, tonight's poster is blank. Right. And then, you know, there's there's the natural buzz about it. Is it a, you know, a new artist? Is it somebody who we know? Um, when I say there was an absolute insanity and buzz around the poster drop from West Palm Beach last night with Ben Kwok, that's probably an understatement. Yeah, I think in the, in the um, amount of time we've been kind of following these things, last night's poster announcement. Yeah. That this was a piece by BioWorks, a piece mm-hmm. by Ben Kwok, and showing the image. And I don't want to get too deep into this because hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have a future episode where we take a deep dive into that yes. piece from last night. But it had imagery of the Dreaming Tree, which is a very popular Dave Matthews song. Right, but the, and, the trunk of the tree was a fire dancer. There were pelicans. It, it just, it was, it was epic. It's an epic piece. And... A, a, a few things on it, you know, one, we see this image that comes up online and oftentimes, you know, we talk about art in real life versus vir- virtual digital digital art. I think that, you know, there's definitely something different when I say like, I always say like, I want to get my eyeballs on it because I feel like there's a different experience. So the image popped up last night uh, or yesterday afternoon, late afternoon um, and online it was very blue. It was blue, 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 blue. And when people started getting to the show and started, 
sharing socially what they were receiving in their hand, we were like, whoa, this is different. Mm -hmm. Um, We have some family down there that last night was so, so awesome. They got their poster um, for, you know, their crew and one for us because they just, their family, we just adore them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, y'all. But when they sent us the picture, they were like, oh, it's much more green and there's yellow in it. And so when we saw it, we were like, huh, I wonder if this is something different. Well, kind of roundabout way finding out that the warehouse was the first to send out the email to those who had the tickets, right? Correct. So that they could buy their poster online. Um, and that image was selected by the warehouse, which actually wasn't the image for the one that's at the show. Yeah, I think it was probably, and I, I've read some things about this, you know, commentary. I'm not 100% certain of how mm-hmm. all of this works, but I imagine that is some type of digital file yeah. that the warehouse received yep. for like approval and whatnot and put that out. And it's, it's probably, um, you know, the sketch in either maybe uh, a raw format before it's printed mm-hmm. to the papers, right? The regular edition, the foil edition, yep. um, or maybe it's some type of artist variant that we have yet to see or know about yet. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. But as you said, yes, the image showed up and it was all sort of, Mm-hmm. Almost like monochromatic yep. blue, and then in in person, the actual show edition yeah. has some different colors, some teals and yellows. And actually, and as I'm looking at our dodo image in front of us, um, a very similar color scheme as well. Um, but it was very it was very exciting for uh, for us to know that our friends, you know, out there received their posters, got their got their whether they got the foil, whether they got their regular edition. Um, but we thought, you know what, with the buzz all about Ben Kwok, uh, and we have the amazing image of Dodo, and actually this is one of those ones that, it's in our bedroom. Actually, all of our Ben Kwok uh, posters that we own, yes, there current, are three. There are three with a fourth on the way, yep. um, but the, yes, all we, three we we actually keep in, in our, our bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. yeah, It's very special to us. It is, and, and this particular image, so this, this one, again, this kind of, you know, the timing of it, we thought just brings a lot of attention, so let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into Bioworks, who is Ben Kwok, um, what his style is, and then, you know, uh, we'll kind of go into the deep dive like we do, where we get our eyeballs on the image. And walk you guys through it. So I thought, let's have Mike just do a little background and bio on who is Ben Kwok, how many uh, images he's done for the Dave Matthews Band, and so forth. Yeah, let me start with with that that part. Um, I would say at this point, Ben Kwok and BioWorks are, are uh, an artist that is very heavily sought after and desired by the Dave Matthews Band gig poster following. Yeah. Um, to date, from what I can gather from information online, um, he has done uh, 3, 6, 9, 11 pieces for Dave Matthews Band and or Dave Matthews, mm-hmm. uh, including the one that we're reviewing today, Dodo. Um, that uh, 11 total... Uh, breaks out as uh, Dodo being one, a song series, sort of one-off individual piece for the band, again, focusing on a song uh, by Dave Matthews' solo effort. Um, BioWorks has also done two posters, mm-hmm. uh, from what I can tell, for the Dave and Tim Mexico event, mm-hmm. which is now also current news because this week 
Those tickets went on sale for the 2024 shows. Yep. That's going to be the seventh edition of Dave and Tim Mexico. Yep. Uh, ben Kwok has done posters for two of those. Mm-hmm. He did a Jaguar um, for Cancun Night 3 mm-hmm. in 2020. Right. That was the February 20 show right, right before, before the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. And then last year, and Erica and I were fortunate enough to actually be there in person. We were. In the 23 uh, Dave and Tim Cancun experience. Ben Kwok did a uh, beautiful toucan yeah. uh, for night three of and that event. We got the, so there was no foil. Was there a for, foil? There, there was, was no not. foil for that one, but there was a variant and it was a glow in the dark variant. That's right. And we went with the variant. We the, did. Um, and it's super freaking cool. We'll have to do a review on that one because I, I just, I love the colorway of it and it's just, yeah. It, it's a spectacular piece. It's going to, I think, be a great one to review on its own some at some point here. And we have to sit in the dark and like put a light we, on it we, and then we might <laughs> have to, when it's Yeah, going. I think we've got to do both, right? Yeah. Look at it in the light and in the dark. But actually if you if you then add last night's poster, this will be the twelfth one then. Uh, no, no, no. They, they already, already have, have it up yeah, there. They already have it up wow, there. man, so those that's guys at Espresso Beans are fast. Yes. And and I'm yeah, I am getting some of these digital images from expressobeans.com, which you can mm-hmm. follow um, and support those guys yeah, as well. It's a really great way to um, track and kind of get details and historical information on posters out That's there. right. Um, so the remaining eight pieces mm-hmm. that BioWorks and Ben Kwok have done for the Dave Matthews Band have yeah. all been for uh, gig poster type shows, um, you know, from, ranging from an armadillo in Texas to a jellyfish in West Palm Beach mm-hmm. uh, to a uh, pretty popular rooster out of Nashville, uh, a kind of flying buffalo uh, mm-hmm. for the gorge. There's another sort of very stoic uh majestic cat for the gorge night three mm-hmm. 2021 and we do own that yeah. piece as well um i think i may have mentioned the famous holiday armadillo uh <laughs> from the woodlands texas which i am very fond of personally and it ties to a pin and i'll i'll get to the pins as well and it's also on the front of one of the deck of cards as well from it, the, the card series it is and so we're seeing yeah. a lot of imagery yep. in different places tied to the band yep with Ben Kwok, with BioWorks. Let me just do a little bit of uh, reading from Ben's bio on the BioWorks page. Um, and and he talks about his inspiration being H.R. Geiger um, and the work that was defined as biomechanics. And I think when you see Ben's work, mm-hmm. you start to see some of that biomechanics come out, but in a very unique um, and immediately identifiable way. Yeah. Um, but by way of Ben's biography in the Who is Ben Kwok section, uh, BioWorks, a.k.a. Ben Kwok, is a Southern California-based graphic artist and illustrator. Born in Taiwan, raised in Los Angeles, when I could first use chopsticks, I was already doodling on whatever I could get my hands on. I love complex, hyper-detailed artwork. To lose myself into the, quote, flow of drawing is about as good as it gets. I'm very passionate about what I do. That's why I continued doing it. And Ben goes on to talk about his um, influences mm-hmm. uh, and his illustrations and his involvement with tattoos. And so just really quickly, I will say, I think Ben is one of the most interactive artists mm-hmm. in the poster forums, talking directly with people, cracking jokes, just mm-hmm. seemingly a really genuine human being and all around good guy. Mm-hmm. Um I, I know some folks that I think talk to him a little bit more. I have interacted with him very briefly 
on occasion and then I get really super excited. I'm like, and now Ben Kwok's my best friend. So Ben, shout out to you if you're listening. First of all, let me just say, we absolutely love your work. We love everything about it. I, I'm a huge fan. Um, I own, again, prints that we've talked about mm-hmm. um, as well as pins. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that a little bit. But one of the cool things I wanted to mention on his bio page, again, you can find it, bioworks with a Z, B-I-O-W-O-R-K-Z.com. Um, there's the bio info. He has poster drops on there. There's a store with merchandise, including pins already available. Check it out. Um, and, and what I wanted to say here is that this is really unique that I don't see on a lot of um, artists pages. But Ben has a specific section talking about tattoos mm-hmm. and how he really loves tattoos. He loves drawing t- tattoos. He has created many designs for friends, family, and clients. So, so wait, hold on a second. Are you saying that I should as a next tattoo? Because I'm I'm the tattooed one in the family. <laughs> Are you, is this like approval and, and acknowledgement of? <laughs> I mean, you you do you boo boo. I mean, it's your your body, your choice, and all that. But I mean, like you know, I I think it's just really cool yeah. that um, Ben talks about his process that he will work with people to provide tattoos um, that you can then sort of translate his artwork to your body for, you know, uh, permanent placement and enjoyment, right? Which is, I mean, you understand that world probably a lot better than I do because I don't have any tattoos. I'm -hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, I've always said I'm thinking about (laughs) it. I just haven't landed on exactly the image and the placement and things like that. But that's another facet of art that we you know this is it absolutely is and if you thought so yes i that's interesting because it does bridge two of my favorite things in the world are tattoos and dave matthews band artistry and artwork and you know tattoo artists nowadays there has been a massive increase in people wanting tattoos i think part of it is pandemic i think a lot of it is we've we, we've got this sort of like, oh my gosh, life is short, but sweet for certain, mm-hmm. and it's precious and it's fleeting, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to keep going on and on about other Dave lyrics about life and death, but over the last couple years, um, as someone who's had tattoos since I was 18 years old, uh, I will say it has become significantly more difficult to get in with artists because of the demand for it, and I yeah. think a lot of it has to do with life is, is short. Mm-hmm. And it's fleeting, and we we want to do things that light us up and bring us joy. And getting tattoos is certainly one of them. Sorry, that was a tangent. No, not uh, at all. I would I... love to talk about tattoos and things that I love on another episode. However, um, let's talk a little bit about not just the the poster art itself, but also some of the other merch accoutrement, if you want to say. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful <laughs> way to say it. Um, and if you hear some sneezing or barking, we've got our that's pups our with us this morning. Um, but this is a perfect example. Um, this piece, again, being one of the entries of the song series, Dodo, um, of one that has what I would call poster adjacent merchandise. And I don't know if that's an actual term, if I just created we just made it. it up. I think uh, we've used it but, on, a, on a previous episode as well. Yeah. And so um, one of the cool things about Ben Kwok and Bioworks that you don't see from every artist out there who mm-hmm. does posters is that Ben has other types of merchandise. Mm-hmm. One of them 
um, being pins. Uh, and when I say pins, I I don't think I'm speaking with an accent, but I'm saying P-I-N-S. Um, enamel, right? enamel pins. Enamel pins. Some people call them hat pins. You may have a pin board. There is an entire collecting community. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, again, adjacent to the poster mm-hmm. collecting community, but not dissimilar. Yep. Um, of pins, these are generally smaller pieces of artwork. Sometimes you can uh, wear them on your hat based on the size. You mm-hmm. can get display boards for them. There are a number of artists and people out there creating these. Yep. Um, but what BioWorks and Ben do is they take these um, images that are created, and often they are that biomechanical in the flow uh, or curvature work that Ben does mm-hmm. in a very uh, beautiful way. Um that takes these uh, creatures, like animals, right? Almost like, I think of it as like the Quok Zoo. Like there are many mm-hmm. choices. Like this is almost like the Ark, right? All these different animals oh. that Ben's creating in imagery for different posters, gig posters, mm-hmm. or other posters. And then some of them uh, get translated to pins. Right. And, and as, a, as a caveat again, we always like to say we primarily are just focusing on Dave Matthews' band, I don't know what else is out there that he's done for other bands and other artists, but correct. Um, there, there is more, but I will say for the Dave Matthews band, yeah. I am aware of three pins mm-hmm. that Ben has created for them. One was the Dodo pin mm-hmm. that takes the image that we are yep. reviewing today and it translates it from the poster to a, a hard enamel uh, pin yeah. with like I think three pin backs on it. It's it is, a sizable. It piece. is large. Um, as pins go, the Dodo pin is actually probably the largest one I own. Mm-hmm. Um, then he did one with that Woodlands, Texas poster that I mentioned, Armadillo. the Armadillo. Uh, that was released in sort of multiple colorways. Both of these multiple colorways that you could have gotten that are now probably out there on the secondary market mm-hmm. for pins. Um, so I do have an Armadillo. I have a Dodo. And then and the, the third fish. one that he did that he released uh, through the warehouse store mm-hmm. was the Big Eyed Fish. And there's no um, poster that goes alongside with that yet. Not, not yet, but <laughs> I mean that image is existing, it right? Does. It exists in pin format. And actually I think we got that one and I remember being like, does it go in the dark? And it sure as hell does. It does. It's so freaking cool. Um, but if you go to yeah. his website, you might find... Other other pins that are not affiliated with the Dave Matthews other Band. Animals. Other animals in this sort of menagerie of animals that Ben's created. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a beautiful samurai hummingbird. Uh, this really cool amethyst oh. pug pin or quartz pug pin. There's a neat uh, elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this really cool pastel bunny pin. And then my favorite name of all, there's a raccoon pin and it's called the Trash Panda. <laughs> and... We laugh at that because we call one of our two dogs oh, a trash panda. Because well, he is. Because he kind of is. But um, that might be an order that needs to get placed at some point. <laughs> I really kind of like that trash panda. Anyway, yeah. I think those are just a couple cool facets of Ben Kwok and BioWorks that they are not just creating mm-hmm. this uh, poster you yep. know, image, but also tattoo work, um, pin work, and just this kind of yeah. whatever you're into, you can find a way. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy Ben Kwok's art, um, to display it, whether it's on a pin board, on your wall as a poster, or on your body as a tattoo. That's really cool. Pretty cool. It is right? really cool. And, and when I look at his work, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, I just wanted to close with this when I said these are different facets of him. When I look at Ben's work and the way that he creates animals through these sort of biomechanical, flowy designs, they are very, to me, uh, faceted, right? There are these different nooks and crannies mm-hmm. to the piece, how Ben creates it, that sort of all works together like this magical puzzle 
to mm-hmm. create an image that you recognize, but you have never really seen it exactly this way before. And to me, that's it's that's really the cool. beauty of it. And and that's such a great move into the conversation about this particular piece of work. Um, and so obviously we talked about this is a song series from uh, the song Dodo. And this was obviously from the album Some Devil. Um, this particular print, you know, this is this is one that says Dave Matthews on it. It's not a band because this was from his solo project. Uh, but this particular print, we looked it up and it had, because I've looked it up before, and we personally have a blue rainbow foil is the one that we're going to be reviewing today. But this has eight different print colorways right if you want to call it that um there were four color prints and then four foils of those color prints um so if you look it up online there's a good image that actually has all four side by side of them um and you know we talk a little bit about how we acquired this particular uh poster i believe that this was originally released via the warehouse um mike at the time again is a little more uh, focused on on poster drops and things through the warehouse since he's the member, but he uh, was able to acquire this, I believe, through the secondary market. Yeah, I missed it on the warehouse. Yeah. Um, went pretty quick, yep. and I wanted, I specifically wanted the blue foil. So there mm-hmm. were when these when these released, as Erica said, essentially eight versions. There were uh, four standard color. Uh-huh. There was Prince. sort of a blue, a red. Uh, or, or red or pink, mm-hmm. um, sort of an orangish one, and sort of like a green, green. multicolor one. Yep. Uh, and then he took those from the regulars and made foils. There was also an artist drop at one point, but from mm-hmm. what I can glean, there were again eight of these available. Mm-hmm. I do recall kind of when it dropped and wanting the blue foil. I missed it on the warehouse drop, mm-hmm. and I just I just paused and said, mm-hmm. I really need to, you know, if I'm going to go after a piece, it really needs to be the one that I truly you know mm-hmm. resonates with me the most and want. And for me, that was the blue dodo. Um, mm-hmm. I love the color blue, mm-hmm. but this one is just for me perfect in every yeah. way. So I was patient. I waited, abided my time, yeah. um, and I was able to obtain this on the secondary market for a pretty reasonable price. Yeah, this looks like this was out of a run of 175, mm-hmm. and the number that we actually have is 114. And what's interesting about this is it looks like that slash 175 was actually printed and then almost like. It's not in ink. It almost looks like it was etched into the foil of the actual number of the of the poster that we received. Um, another thing to mention and, and note of is most of the prints that we have out in the marketplace are standard 18 by 24. This is a square. I believe this is an 18 by 18 image. I think that is right. Um, and, you know, so that, again, it's a little bit of a unique uh, size and shape, which I like. Um you know, we are big fans of the Michaels Craft Store. I believe it's Belmont Studios. They make a really great standard frame of 18 by 24. We have 90% of our posters are framed in those um, frames. However, you know, when you've got something that's a little bit more of a unique shape, sometimes you have to go out there. Um, another really great place that I've gotten unique shapes Frames are from Frame Destination. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really fantastic. Not sponsored, but would love to be, guys. <laughs> uh, but no, we've bought a bunch of frames from Frame Destination because, again, you can customize them. Great quick shipping out of Texas, I believe. Um, but anyways, this is we've had this one framed, as I had mentioned earlier. It's in our bedroom. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to just caveat this conversation before we dive into it because I think this is something that 
is the experience of having poster artwork in your home. This happens to be on a wall that when I like am looking at it, I can see it and it's by a window and at certain times of the day, uh, mostly in the morning when I wake up because the sun is rising on that side of the house, the flashes of the rainbow foil in this particular print are just spectacular. They are. And and that, what you just said, may make some poster collectors out there cringe um, that we've, you know, we've exposed this to light. But we, we kind of live in a philosophy of we really try to enjoy our pieces. They're part of our home. They're part of mm-hmm. our daily experience of walking by them, seeing them, and really gleaning joy out of them. Um, to, to those out there, yes, there is... Things like print fading that you you need to be concerned about or you may be concerned about. For us, um, I think that's become a little bit uh, secondary to Mm -hmm. our sort of primary focus, which is hang them on our walls and enjoy them. them. And so to that end, I just want to say, yes, we're aware the sunlight (laughs) could potentially fade it, but we are enjoying every moment we have with, with our with our posters, but with this piece in particular. Yeah, and the other side of that is again, you know, I, I didn't as part of my studies in art history, we did some small brief overviews of archival poster or not even poster, but art archival, Mm -hmm. you know, how to keep, look, we're not talking about, you know, the met level archival framing because of the, the way that, you know, those types of pieces need to be, um, preserved. However, I understand most of the sunlight and, and light that we have in our home is I'm also plant lady. So I'm very aware of the way that the sun Mm -hmm. (laughs) is in our house, but you know, nothing is like going to be, blaring in a sunroom for hours and hours and hours on end to fade so again there is some concerns with it and if you are concerned with it another thing to do is when you take it go take it to a professional framer and have them put you know archival glass anti-glare you know uv protection protection, if that's something that you're really concerned about i would say we probably have two pieces that we've done that for and they're both of our sperries yeah yeah so anyways but in any event um this one, I think the glass actually is a little bit better, does protect it because this was a custom order piece so yep. for, the, for the frame. Yeah. Um, but just wanted to kind of make that note. Um, getting back to the image itself, yeah. as Erica said, this is, uh, we believe, 18 by 18. Mm-hmm. It's a square. Mm-hmm. Um, does not say Dave Matthews Band. It just says Dave Matthews because of that solo effort that the yep. song Dodo is from. And it is front and center, it a is. very large image of what I imagine that Ben has done some research on, looked at potential images of Dodos, mm-hmm. and then put his own spin on it, his own take. Uh, the personality that comes out of the face of this Dodo mm-hmm. bird is the thing that always strikes me. Um, ben has a way of creating images uh, that almost breathes life into these things. They are creatures. They are animals. Um, they look as if they are experiencing some type of motion or flow. Like I look at some of the feathers uh-huh. on the upper part of the dodo's back that, that, that have this sort of wispy flowy look, but the, the face, the eye, you know, the way that the creature has a look almost the little like, you know, pucker of the beak. Um, it really looks like almost a, a photograph that was taken of a dodo bird that was then, you know, drawn upon. However, we know they're probably, there, I don't think there are any photographs there, of dodo birds out there because well, no. they went extinct in like the 1700s. 1700s. Yeah, mm-hmm. something to that extent. Um, and and what I, one of the things that I think I love most about Ben's work, um, the attention to detail. I think Mike had read some of the bio on him and talked about this, you know, very um, focused um, effort to be very detailed in the line work. 
Um, one of my favorite artists is Surratt. And when I look at this particular post, um, you know, Day in the Park, Mike and I saw it actually when we were in New York City. Mm -hmm. We were at the Met and I was like, oh my gosh, it's here. Well, Surratt is pointillism. And pointillism is a style of artwork that is art that is created by many, 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 many tiny little dots. And then it overall becomes a, an image. Mm -hmm. um, and I look at this particular one and there is a lot of these really beautiful dot work um, inside the lines that create shading. They create movement. They create depth. It's also, again, when you not mention his tattoo work, a lot of tattoo artists use that very particular kind of like stipple effect or... Um, again, dot, dot line work is something that when people ask for, you know, they want this particular look. Um, you talk about his eye. One of the other kind of reoccur, we talk about like reoccurring themes and imagery in, in artist work. And I think for Ben Kwok particularly is when I look at a lot of his pieces, there's the eyeball of the, like the actual eye, but then mm -hmm. there's these almost like eyelet, eye-like round images. This one particularly for me on the tail of the dodo, mm -hmm. these sort of oval, but like they have almost like an eye or um, that's like they're looking at you in all ways, shapes, and forms. Um, you know, the... the There's a peacock nature almost This one it. for sure. Well, and I think again, because of the color mm -hmm. and these, these multiple colors, but then, you know, again biomechanical you were talking about we were looking at some of the inspiration art that mm -hmm. ben has yep um and what was the guy's name Gran granger uh, i think it's geiger geiger um and with that you know there's this kind of like alien um i, I don't know i think of like sci-fi movies where you've got H this hr geiger, geiger who who ben on his website is, describes as uh defined as biomechanics yeah. and yeah when you go and you look at H.R. Geiger's work, mm -hmm. which I took a look at, really because of Ben Kwok. Yep. I was not aware of it before, so thank you, Ben. Um, I, I see that work is reminiscent to me of almost like Ridley Scott's Alien or Predator. the Predator movies, these sort of like biomechanics in an alien mm -hmm. sort of, I'll say, dark tone to it. Like, For sure. You know, yeah, those movies different. are, you know, not horror movies necessarily, but they're suspense movies. They're a little darker. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Fantasy. But Ben's he, work, to me, is brighter. It is a lot brighter. It's optimistic. It's beautiful in a hopeful way. Yes. And, you know, we like to talk about little stories, you know, the, the, the characters that we think of that our artists create. And it's from our own experiences, backgrounds, and perspectives. But, like, I think about, like, biomechanical dodo bird that's been floating around in space that somehow like lands here and and you know opens up into this like i almost could hear instead of the feathers feeling flowy there's this like almost like crackly metallic sound like that a transformer yes like, like a, a transformer <laughs> that's a cool idea i mean yeah to some extent like this is like the dodo bot well right? we just like... watched we did just watch the most recent transformer and i think of that bird yeah. That was the Transformer bird that we just watched. Air Razor. Air yeah. Razor. This is kind of what it reminds me of. Interesting. That's I hadn't really given much thought to that. Now that you say that, I see it totally. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, there are these sort of edges or, you know, mechanical pieces to Ben's work. I've always been sort of drawn to the color and some of the flowiness of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I could see some of those edges being that sort of like mechanical yeah. piece. Yeah, yep. And as, you know, this bird, do we know if dodo birds flew? 
We don't uh, know if they flew. I'm not sure. I, I, I spent a lot of time looking at Ben's work and going down those rabbit holes, and I probably should have spent more time <laughs> On a researching the dodo. But what, well, I, what I will say... Let's talk about Dave's is, song, though. Is that, right, it, for me, again, this is part of the song series, so I plug in immediately to think of the first track off of the Some Devil album, which was entitled Dodo. It's a really beautiful song. If you haven't heard Some Devil, the album by Dave Matthews, a solo effort, check it out. Yeah. Uh, Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music. But, or a CD. Um, or a CD or a tape. Um, but um, If you have something to play it on. There's, there, I mean, there's great lyrics throughout this song, but when I look at this piece by Ben, I'm immediately called to the third verse that Dave mm. sings about. And he says, uh, When was she killed the very last dodo bird? And was she aware... She was the very last one. And I think it's a really powerful lyric and um, piece about this this dodo bird, this concept yeah. that we, I, I don't think as humans know quite enough about, but we talk about going the way of the dodo, right? That the yeah. dodo is extinct. Yeah. Um, there is, when I see this image by Ben, um, I think you could probably go a million different ways with, with drawing a dodo bird free to some interpretation was the dodo smart? Was the dodo savvy? Was the dodo stupid? We don't we don't know. I think Ben chose a very powerful, almost prideful, the chest is out, yeah. the head is up. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it reminds me of a peacock a little bit of that prideful like stance. This dodo, if she is the very last one that right. Dave's talking about in the yeah. song, I would say, based on the image that Ben has created, uh, she is not aware she's the very last one. She looks very content. Prideful, mm-hmm. strong, yes. brave, aware, um, and just full of hope and optimism. It doesn't look like a, well, I'm the last one. I'm about to right. go extinct. And I think you can go down a bunch of different ways <laughs> with that kind of line of thought, which is, well, well, you know, maybe this dodo is not aware. And that's why that they are so um, prideful and, and upright and optimistic or mm-hmm. conversely, Maybe know. the maybe the dodo had something that we don't. Maybe they did know, that, you know, or she knew this. That she was the last one, and she was going to be remembered for not just her, but her entire species, mm-hmm. as a beautiful, prideful, strong. strong, optimistic bird, as opposed to well, guys, I guess it's all <laughs> over, so might as well <laughs> say goodbye now and be kind of a, a Debbie Downer of a of a bird. I see this bird. I see optimism, and I see brightness and and opportunity and future I don't see on my way out for extinction well we talk about mindset oftentimes you and I do Mm personally like just interpersonally and I think when you focus on something you Mm -hmm. focus on either optimism or uh, joy versus focusing on scarcity and lack yeah there is certainly a life that you can live with it's like the road that splits right do you what kind of life do you want to live? And I think if you, you kind of are on like this razor's edge here of she's either aware or she's not aware. And either way, there is hope and light and optimism in both pathways. Mm-hmm. Um, life is not easy and it's never a straight road. And oftentimes I think more than, more than not, there is struggle and there is pain and there is challenges it's how we adapt and how we work through those. I think I've talked to our kids oftentimes about it. It's not necessarily about what's happening to you. It's how you respond. Mm-hmm. How are you going to choose to respond given the circumstances? Be like the Dodo. Be like the Dodo. Be, be like Ben Kwok's Dodo, the, the BioWorks Dodo. Even if you are aware, right? There mm-hmm. is a 
And when I say pride, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean that there is something to be proud of in being the dodo. There's an honor about this dodo, yeah. right? An honorableness um, mm-hmm. that even if she is facing down extinction of her race, she is still, you know, going out in style, so to speak, <laughs> right? A blaze of glory, yeah. a beautiful, almost parade-like uh, display of color yeah. and um, and optimism and I know I say I sound like a broken record about the pieces that we own that we love. When I say that I love this piece, I mean I truly mean it. I wake up mm-hmm. in the morning every day. This is one of the first things that yep. I see as I get out of bed and it is a bright spot. It is a great way to mm-hmm. start the day, right? Yeah. Like put your best foot forward, make your bed, get started and take a look at Bioworks and Ben Kwok's <laughs> Dodo piece. Yeah. Uh, that's that's part of my mantra every morning, and it's just a really um, optimistic, encouraging, and and bright piece to look at. So, mm-hmm. Ben, thank you for your creation. Uh, all of them, really, you know, that you've put together. This one in particular, though, has got a real uh, yeah. special place in our home and in our heart. Absolutely, and you know, we we talk a lot about the color and the brightness and the foil and the flashes, and you know, those are all special pieces. But after you've talked about the way that the dodo is presenting herself and the sort of this sort of looking not backwards, but like I've turned my head slightly to like give you an acknowledgement, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 expression with the beak and it's upturned. I've never really like focused on that. Oftentimes I think I focus a lot on the backside of the, the bird with these, you know, beautiful, um, uh, shapes and sort of flow, but also sharp edges. And, um, you know, it's funny because you love poker and oftentimes I look at some of these for some reason that the back end has these almost spade like or diamond like, Mm -hmm. um, uh, pieces to the to the feathers and I always think of that like with the diamonds in there and well, for some reason it's like I don't know why I see it and I flan- glance and it's like oh it's like a poker card or something like no, that. No that's that's interesting and I mean in that sort of poker analogy world and this is just coming up guys we didn't plan any of this but as Erica <laughs> said it I said oh poker that's interesting mm-hmm. kind of the way that Ben um, creates these almost splayed yeah. or fan type images that, that are feathers or almost looks like how you stack chips if you look, if you're into Texas Hold'em poker at all, and you look at imagery from that, there's a whole subculture of like, how do you stack your chips at the poker table? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a Jenga puzzle, right? <laughs> and people create these yeah. these really cool like 3D images out of stacking poker chips. Even the sound chips. of poker chips as like this kind of like clickety clacky type sound too. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, I could see some of that in some. <laughs> yeah, of the work I think too. it's just really cool. And you know, as we as we look at these images. As Mike and I spend more time with the art, I think it deepens our connection. So I'd encourage you all, maybe just today, it doesn't have to be a Ben Kwok, it can be if you have one, um, go and just sit with your art for the day and just look at it and see what comes up. Yeah. And I... and engage with it. Don't just walk by it. Um, you know, maybe just spend a 30 seconds and maybe see if you can see something new and unique that you didn't see before. Yeah, that's, I mean, sort of your PSA for the day. And, you know, uh, uh, observe. The more you know. The more you know. But, you know, observe, you know, take in and really enjoy the artwork that you own. Absolutely. Um, That's, I'll encourage you all today to do that. um, Probably every day. Uh, And for us, you know, we really appreciate y'all following, engaging with us in social media. 
And, you know, we hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. Um, let us know and we'll share a post um, on our Instagram. And just let us know if you have this piece, what variation you have, what you thought of the piece. Uh, I think part of what I love most about social media is it can connect us, but then also hopefully we can take it offline. Um, and as Mike had mentioned, yes, Dave, Dave and Tim 2024, we will be there. Um, and we'll probably share some more things down the road, but we really do love uh, every single one of y'all who have listened and engaged and, and given us feedback. Um, it's great to be a part of this community. Yeah, and if it's not this piece, if you've got another Ben Kwok that is a favorite of yours, Absolutely. a BioWorks piece, a poster, a pin, mm -hmm. uh, shout that out. Let us know. Tag BioWorks. Um, spread some love there. And uh, we'd love to hear more about your thoughts on, on their work and their pieces. And again, um, Ben, if you're listening to this by some magical uh, part of the universe, thank you for all that you do, for your, your artwork, sharing it with the world Absolutely. and engaging with the community. I think it's fantastic. And we can't wait to take a deep dive in a future uh, Ben Kwok piece to That's come right. soon. <laughs> all right, y'all. Have a great one. Thanks. Bye.